Welcome to another edition of the Bob Jeswald Show. We're back. We're back. You know, this time of year, it's always nice the spring. It has sprung. And, of course, all the storms across the southeast. We're always thinking of all our friends and neighbors. You know, play it safe kind of stuff. You know what I'm saying? I like this jam. It's good. You like this jam. It's good. My guest loves this jam. That's good. That is very good because it's important to get into the groove and what we're getting into today. You know, when you think about getting up in the morning and getting motivated, it's so critical to get a good, sound breakfast. But could you imagine uh, breakfast, bikes and breakfast together, doing a little exercise with some nice young ladies called Melon and Miles? Oh, you're going to learn about it coming up next with my guest. It's on the Bob Jeswell Show. Personal power. People positive. The community of connection. This is the Bob Jeswald Show. Welcome back. Oh, this week is a good week, too. You know, we have challenges many times, and there's different places in the country that we can uh, certainly visit, and, and it always affords someone to take advantage of that terrain or take advantage of that region, whether it's winter weather, hot weather, you know, cool weather, whatever it may be. There's no excuse that you can't get out and ride a little bit. And I'm talking about bikes especially, and indoors or outdoors, whatever it may be. And uh, a dear friend of mine, and, and she's local, but this is something that's going to transcend across the board, I can guarantee you. Because when you think of certain you know, ethnic groups too, and minority groups, a lot of times we don't get the attention we need to get out and get fit. So it takes somebody to inspire you. And my friend, Chandrika Fay is here today. How are you, Chan? I want to start by offering my last name is Fee. Fee, yes, yeah, say Fee. And I always say, now, to explain Chant, because we could be called Chan Fay. It's, a, it's you, you started, your name came about because of something you did years ago. Tell us about that. Well, um, I had an opportunity to go and live in China. Um, did that for two years. And my first year, first semester, um, a part of um, my job was to assign my freshman college students, who I was teaching English to, uh, assign them English names. Cool. Okay. Well, I had so many students, I couldn't remember all those names. <laughs> That's right. But in turn, um, as I'd had that homework assignment, if you will, I gave them a homework assignment. And their assignment was to find a, a Chinese name for, I mean, yeah, a Chinese name for mm -hmm. me while I was trying to find them an English name. And so, um, uh, funny enough, no one did the assignment but one student. And she gave me the name Chang Fei. Okay. And it means freedom um, okay. uh, is what she told me. And so um, it was the whole experience of China was definitely a freedom from where the situation that I had left here in Columbus. Um, and so it was very fitting, but I didn't know it would be as fitting as it has become today. Yeah, and you, you certainly aspire to that. Now, you're, you're an author, you're a, you're a triathlete, you're a coach. You do great things to motivate people, and and you've done that. And tell me about when you're there. Did you did you bring any of your athletic stuff there? Did you, were you able to do that in China? Was it hard to ride a bike, or do you use a bike for transportation? Or what what is your what was the thing that you did so, to try to keep in so shape? So actually, um, when I left to go to China, my whole life was just church and ministry. Okay, that's interesting. Right. I didn't. So I've learned something new each time. So. What was the triggering mechanism to get you back here? Because you're dynamic. You love the stuff. You you passionate about it. And and, you are. And but you even my parents would not have ever guessed I'd become a triathlete. I never guessed. Um, I was raised in church, raised on the front row of a church. Um, became a musician, singer, um, preacher, um, all of those things. And I had an opportunity to go live in another country um, where uh, we had to to. 
uh, it was mandated. It was a part of our contract to kind of be adventurous. So um, we had to take trips once a month and go and explore um, the Asian country as far as they would take us. Um, but beyond that, you know, we would ride bikes in the back country and all of those things, um, which still was kind of adventurous. I, we didn't know where we would go. We just take just, off riding, just go. you know what I mean? And so, um, but I came back to the States and I came back to go back to church, go back to ministry. And uh, I was doing it very slowly, um, trying to at least um, adjust back to Western Christian culture um, and the expression thereof, and I, I couldn't breathe. The walls and the same people um, week in and week out, I, it was just claustrophobic. So I went and bought a bike. That is so cool. So freedom, <laughs> hence, here comes this blossoming freedom out of you. Right, And right. did you know that when that, when that hit, when that one student came up to you and called you Chin, did you, did you think, oh, my gosh, this is it. This is the epiphany of I, me. I didn't. I didn't know that I would you know, I still had some blooming to do into that name. Um, and so, no, I just knew that, you know, I was free from the situation um, that I had left. I was once engaged, fell in love, had to break the engagement off. And it was the only reason I was open to going to China when the opportunity came. So I was free from that pain, that hurt and disappointment of not getting married, not becoming a wife. And so that's all I knew is I was free from that, not realizing I would, you know, continue to involve, evolve. And I'm still evolving, um, becoming more and more authentic. That to me is where I'm finding and expressing more freedom. Do you like when we say Chan, if we call you Chan? Sure, or, yeah, that's fine. We're friends. Everybody can call me Chan. We call you Chan. Tell, what, what was your name, your birth name? Chandrika D. Diane. Dan, D, and the, the D is Diane. Yes. Okay, Fee. Okay. Yes. So, so cool. she called me Chang Fei. It was, it was even the sound of it, you I know, like phonetically. It Everybody have fun tonight. <laughs> Everybody Chang Fee tonight. <laughs> the freedom is here. For <laughs> a little Wang Chung for you folks out there in the 80s. We, we, we digress a little bit. But no, that's what it, it gives me that, that feeling. I love it. I like the ring to it, the ringtone. And it is it is certainly you. I, I see you as a free, you are a very free spirit. You're somebody who, who likes it when you see you. I love your glasses. You know, that's what drew me to you. <laughs> yes. Was, so if you're watching this podcast at WRBL.com, you'll see what I'm talking about. Chan's got these like so unique, cool, they fit you. It wouldn't be the same without you. <laughs> How long have you wore the, the round rim glasses? So these were sunglasses. Um, oh, okay. And, yeah, at okay. one point I had, um, I received LASIK um, eye surgery, and I enjoyed that for as long as I could. <laughs> and then it was time to go back to some kind of glasses, and I just decided to change the sunglasses since I couldn't wear them anymore to, to uh, spec. I like it. They're cool specs. They make you look very studious. Thank I, you. I like that. So the studious person who's free, and now she grabbed a bike, and she's experiencing this great, wonderful experience to be part of fit and being in shape. Has been about how many years now? Would we be talking I since you got back? Not count. I cannot count. Thank you. I know it's crazy. Think about this. You came back. You're inspiring. You you came up with a great idea. Now I assume the the. Uh, Bikes and Breakfast and Melanin Miles. Break that down for us. What is that? Where did that come about? And, and tell us what it is. So, I, you know, by this time, by the time I come up with the idea of Bikes and Breakfast, I've become a triathlete unexpectedly. Um, running into you guys at the pool, you sure. know, and running, to, and running into y'all on the bike trail. And, and you're a good swimmer, too, and by the way. Being encouraged, yeah. really, mm -hmm. to, um, to participate 
um, in triathlons. And so I started doing that. And um, a part of becoming a triathlete, one of the best ways you can ride a bike in those kinds of races is to clip in. Um, so I learned to clip in mm-hmm. to my pedals and um, things like that. But um, as I've done that, as it relates to uh, uh, black women in my community, I became, you know, uh, one who was uh, kind of stood out um, because it's it's not um, it's not common, right? Not common. Right. Thank you yeah. uh, for us to to participate in triathletes triathlons, and so we're still growing. Um, our community is still growing in that way, um, and so uh, the ladies started saying, "Hey, teach me! I want to learn! I want to learn!" And so I was I was out with a friend who was learning to clip in, and we were riding the trail um, in front of the new hotel here in Columbus off of the pedestrian bridge. Okay. And I looked at that, and I said, hey, we should ride down here and have breakfast one day. I said, we should do bikes and breakfast. I love it. Well, I just kind of, you know, said that to her, thinking that we should just get some friends together. And then I thought, maybe I'll make it bigger and offer it to – um, black Girls Run, our local Black Girls Run group. And that's what I did. And so once a month, we, instead of running, um, we do uh, bikes and breakfast. And um, I, I must say, it is uh, really intoxicating um, for us to get together in this way. We become children. Um, we are adults. We are professionals. We are mothers, we're wives, um, you know, and, and so many other hats that we wear. It's so fun to just kind of forget about that sometimes. Um, and even also uh, the things that we have to do to prove ourselves worthy in the community, um, worthy of pay raises, worthy of job positions. Um, and we get to kind of forget about that and, um, and just be black women, and that is a thing, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I I would uh, I heard just now, as I said, just be women, but it really is a thing to be black women that, that we come with a culture, mm-hmm. and it's a safe space to express that that culture when we're together. I like how you're leading the charge on this. I mean, you you've been inspired to do this, and you you take something. You, you're just a passionate person. Mm-hmm. That's fair to say, right? Mm-hmm. About it is. when you take something on, you you go full throttle. Yes. And uh, again, so now you got the bikes revved up, and you you have a group of women. How do you get the message out there? How do you how did you come about and to say? And it's true. You're right. If anyone understands like triathlons, it you would it you would stick out. I mm-hmm. mean, there's not. Uh, many black athletes. You're seeing more and more now, which yes, is good. Yes, we're growing. Uh, we're growing, and, uh, but even runners, too. In the running community, as much as I've been running, I've been seeing the black women mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. coming out, and, and especially with the run uh, in Atlanta branch or Georgia or Columbus, Georgia. They're up, we're all over. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So anyone listening to this, if they're inspired to do so, like a bikes and breakfast, where it may be, what, what does it take? What do you hear? What's the stories that people tell you to say? What was the thinking, it's not good at it, or it's just something we just don't, see a lot of it's it's kind of like how do I say it in just in general like uh women in basketball or something you know mm-hmm. from years now that WNBA is like unbelievable mm-hmm. I mean it's phenomenal right, right. I mean these women are fantastic so but it takes time to build upon that especially when it comes to athletes mm-hmm. and seeing people to do stuff that you see are generally more of a white sport right becoming more integrated and seeing more people right what what have you seen since you've been doing this I mean you've been doing it now for 
a few years. years. I yeah. Actually, this the Bikes and Breakfast, this is our second year doing it. Okay, especially um, during COVID. So this right. is, it was a probably a good time to get people out. To and, get yeah. people out, right. It, it has been, it's really been amazing. Um, I think one of the biggest things I've seen is our ladies who are more into running um, and or into hiking and becoming like they're considering triathlons now. That's great. Just from yeah. just from riding, you know, once a month with us, once every other month with us um, uh, to have breakfast. We, they've gone from renting bikes. Some of us have gone from renting bikes to now clipping in and full kits. And it's, it's amazing. I think what is so funny is um, being seen or, or people looking – from the outside in, it's kind of unicorn-ish. You know, they are just like, who is this? We've literally been stopped and asked, who are y'all? We've never seen black women this many at one time riding bikes. How many are we talking about now? As many want to come. So in a general, what would one be like the last one you did? The last one, I think I've seen 10. That's great. At once. we've, We've been three, we've been 10. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, I love it. And that three and that two and the other ones will tell other folks yes. who to do the same thing. What What do they say to you? What do the women say to you when they come in here? Like, geez, you know, Chan, I, I, I can't imagine me not doing this now. Or what was it holding them back? Or just didn't realize that opportunity was there? Or thought this isn't a sport for me? What do you think? Is it just the stigma over years that it's just not something you would see? Someone of color do what this? I or? Get, what I'm getting a lot of is, is something I've wanted to do, but I never wanted to do it by myself, and I didn't know anyone doing it. Okay. So if if oftentimes our own circles are not integrated. Yeah, you that's know, what matters. Yeah, right. It makes sense. And, yeah. and, and so when you see that the majority um, does not include uh, black women or black people, then where do you go to start? Sure. You know, um, where do you go where you feel comfortable? So one of the things I always say is I provide trustworthy outdoor experiences for black women because oftentimes it's very difficult to trust anyone that is not um, in the same culture, uh, particularly when the activity is dominated um, by, uh, you know, our our brothers and sisters who are not of color. Right. That's so. good. Yeah. No, I and that's that's that is perfect. It, yeah. It's, it's a good assessment on that and seeing how one would be more inspired to come out and do it now, especially seeing your story, you know, here you were before. I, I want to say, you to me, you were always an athlete, or is that fair to say? Not really. You just, just weren't. I literally left to go to another country um, and came back and felt like I could not stay in the four walls. I couldn't continue to build relationship with the same people. So I literally went to Walmart and bought a bike and I did it by myself. I didn't have any help. I didn't know not to go buy a bike from Walmart. Um, I was out riding. When you say like that, not, (laughs) I had no idea. Now I tell tell people do not go to Walmart, buy the bike. (laughs) Well, we just Uh, don't have the people. It's their, it's not their specialty. It's just, well, you know, it's just to be fair to Walmart. (laughs) Walmart y'all good. Y'all good for other things. Uh, hope y'all not sponsoring the show. Yeah, no. Uh, (laughs) There goes the sponsor of Walmart. (laughs) Right. Right. But you know, I just, I remember, 
falling in love with cycling and understanding that what I had purchased was probably not <laughs> good for for where I was going. So I always encourage anybody, if you're going to start, start with a road bike. It doesn't have to be a fancy road bike, but if you happen to like cycling, You'll you'll you know you'll probably stick with it if you at least start with the road bike. Go and it's good to go. You know when you go to bike specialists, they mm -hmm. have you know there's different right. ones here in town too. There's there's a few, uh, three I could think of. But you know to go and the, these guys specialize in this yes. and women and they know what what to do. Right. And, and in the stores, your department store type thing, you may you may get a good deal, but it's not really the bike that you're looking for that might fit you. You know if it's something that for the kids for Christmas or something to go around the block or something, that's fine. But, right. but you got to go where, where you got to go. Yes. And there in touch on the point of the women who, let's say somebody who doesn't want to swim and he's like, geez, I'd like to do a triathlon. I'd like to do something more to encourage them to do that because you can do duathlons. You can, you right. can team up like that as well. Have right. you, have you brought any of the women into th those realms? I know you brought, there was a couple sprints. I think you did when you're, mm -hmm. um, and the sprint is your, it's your really, it's your, your beginner type right. triathlon. Right. And, and it's a good way to go. I mean, it's, uh, you know, typically a 500 meter swim and maybe a, a 13 mile bike and, you know, maybe a 5k run after a mile or two mm -hmm. run, probably two mile run mm -hmm. or something like that. So it's doable. So, you know, when you start doing that, what, how you train or what do you do? Cause you, you are a train. I mean, you're a coach now. I mean, a coach by definition to me, like what you're doing is you're lifting people up, right. You know, and somebody who is, you know, your pastor and you, you, these are things that you do, mm -hmm. but to bring them in the, in the lane, so to speak of what they, they can do to change their lives, to feel better physically fit wise. You know, the, the thing is, is I have to give it to, to particularly black girls run that, that community, um, that cultural, if you will, community, ethnic, if you will, as you said earlier, they are really supportive of a lot of things that a lot of us do that are not running. Sure. And so um, I think they were inspired by their support of me, you know, so, so they're, cool. yeah. yeah, so I'm, I'm in the, in the Chattahoochee, you know, <laughs> Swimming. swimming yeah uh, hey you owe me one you know That's what good. i mean like I mean, it, it, and people got to understand this is the river but a it's we wait for controlled flow to get you in the river right it's a very dangerous river but we right. do it safely yes and um it's incredible sight to see yes but but for us though for community wise culturally that can be a scary place mm -hmm. um still we're still growing in in the area of swimming as well yes um the black community we're still um a, a minority in the water. And so, um, so that for them to support me and cheer me on as right. I got out of the water, um, they, I think were inspired by their support, not just of me, but if they couldn't be inspired by me, if they weren't supporting me, yeah. you know, so, um, so I have to give it to them. And, and so now they're considering that I was actually pulled over just yesterday um, in the hall at work. I um, thought you were going to say by the police. No, 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 no. Uh, just <laughs> grab Chan, you yeah, know, yeah. hey, um, they, I was asked about the floaty division. Sure. Oh, which is a blast. You I, we'll absolutely. have to talk about that. Yes. And so, you know, um, but I don't know if that would be even a questionable consideration if they weren't there supporting me when I, I did a triathlon. I didn't do the floaty division. I really took the challenge on to, to swim the hooch and uh, I'm not regretful. In, in the floaty division, just so anyone listening, whatever city you're in, if you get involved like this in some many metropolitan areas, urban areas, we have the 
an urban whitewater rafting project that's the lo- longest in the in the nation for for a city. But what's neat about it is when we do these triathlons, you come down a slide and it, or if you don't use a slide and go in like Chan, you would go ahead and use your floaty. And any flood you want, it makes it kind of fun, but you can use this kind of, I don't want to say security blanket, but some people may be a little more fearful in the water and not used to that kind of current. And uh, you get to float down the river. It's fun. I mean, right. really, the efforts, you don't have to put too much in. Just maybe kick your legs a few times and you're already down the right, <laughs> you're right. 500 meters down. Right. And and that the thought of that is easy to a lot of, a lot of people, but still, again, culturally, yeah. I, I was even encouraged. You better stay out of that water, girl. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's is it because why is it that there's not a lot? And I, you're, it's funny you say that because mm-hmm. it's I, I, you're you're right about that. There's not even friends of mine there were black, growing up they didn't you care to swim, to swim much. Right. or didn't know how to swim or very fearful. Like oh, I don't, and I didn't realize. I well, come on in, man. No, 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 it's okay. Right. And I don't know. Is it what? What is that? What is, is it? Because more, is it because maybe urban areas predominantly more black maybe don't have that opportunity of pools in their backyard never learned how to swim as a child or is it just don't have the resources or means to get to a well, community at, pool or something? at one point you know the pools were not offered to we weren't invited to pools okay it was yeah. segregated at one point um and so that's one reason um i think the other thing though is um that the fear and anxiety of water is passed down from generation to generation. Still today, my mother cannot watch me swim. She can't even watch a video of me swimming. Wow. Okay. Um, she's so fearful. And I, you know, I swim regularly. Well, you're, you're an amazing swimmer. And I don't, I don't even want to swim next to you. In and and, and of the six people yeah. in my immediate family, yeah. I'm the only one. That's remarkable. Six people wow. in my immediate family. I'm the only one. I can only imagine then, and especially with these women too that look up to you and they, they can identify because you both are both in the same. You're like, you know what? I can relate. Mm-hmm. It's got to be something. What a feeling that's got to be. Because it was just an eight in my, you know, the way I grew up. My uncle was a swimmer. Mm-hmm. My kids were six months old. I threw them in the pool. You know, I got them. All my daughters were swimming. Very, they went to the Y where mm-hmm. you are now. And, um, you know, so it's got to be a good a good feeling that you're, you're in a, you know, kind of leading the charge, if you will, leading that way. Well, you know, I don't, I don't relish in the feeling. I, I'm okay. pretty much get lost in the response um, to hear uh, the laughter of the ladies um, as we cycle. I, that's it for me. Or the that's awesome. girl. That's yeah. that's really one of my favorites. Yeah, I love that girl. <laughs> this is that wind beneath my wings feels so good. So it's that, and you know the the authentic conversation that comes from being outside and that movement and. And again, to me, there's nothing reminds you more of childhood and brings you back to yeah. being a kid more than riding a bike. And um, and so we need that break sometime and just take that break from, again, from being mothers, from being professionals, from tiptoeing even. Um, as black women, we have to we have to always be conscious of of our how we present ourselves and how we're being read, how we're being taken, um, our strength always sometimes being misinterpreted. So we get to go out there and just be girls and be kids, and I really safeguard that space um, where we don't have to be conscious of how we talk, um, what we say. We can talk to each other. We finish each other's sentences. We laugh. Uh, we understand our culture, and it's one day, two or three hours of, of just being in a safe space 
eating breakfast, having authentic conversation, and laughing. That's my favorite part. That's great. It, now, could now you wouldn't mind like if I if somebody joined you just to get a feel of it? Is it something, that, or you want to kind of keep it inclusive? Would it be like if somebody wanted to come uh, just to see what it's like? If, if somebody else, me, a guy. No, Bob Jeswell, no. Okay. You cannot come. Yeah, and that's what I mean because it's a this is a explain it. This is important. Yeah, I want people to understand this. So yes. they, you know, because you want to keep it to what that is. It's a very special moment that right. people can understand. And I can almost say it like this. I know when I married into a ranger family mm-hmm. and when I came in out civilian and, and never served, but I've been, you know, around it mm-hmm. and but there's some kind of camaraderie or some kind of language. There's mm-hmm. some kind of if you will, a culture or some way they speak mm-hmm. that I just not say I don't fit in. And it's, it's an honor to be a privilege to be amongst you and other people to be part of that. But there is a time that we say, okay, it's okay to be a little separate. It's not saying that this isn't because it gives you that moment of understanding when you get two Ranger guys together in a room, three, and I'm the only one out. At mm-hmm. first, when I married in, I took, I won't say, it, I did take offense to it. Heck, I'm say what it is. I did. I took offense mm-hmm, to it. I'm mm-hmm. like, what is this? Something I do? Is something I say wrong? Right. Why am I not being included in mm-hmm. this conversation? Mm-hmm. But uh, over time, I understood there's that moment where, okay, Bob, just not feeling you on this one. This is something that we only kind of get. And I get it. And I kind of sat in the back in a cut and checked out in the mix. They were seeing what they're saying. And then I can kind of see they had some kind of dialogue, different talk, a different vernacular, different right. something right. that I, wouldn't understand I couldn't because I never experienced that mm-hmm. and I think if I'm hearing you too it'd be the same thing with a lot of times black women and you mentioned too even the times of segregation in pools a lot of people don't realize it depending upon where you're from although I'm from up north we didn't see it as much up there mm-hmm. but it's everywhere mm-hmm. and it was everywhere mm-hmm. but it's it was more prevalent down in the southern states mm-hmm. of course mm-hmm. in the 60s and 50s and bef- before that and so that does get passed on so to to get uh, women in that space has got to be remarkable, I would think. I mean, I would think it would be so cool to be the fly in the wall to just see what you're saying, like, in a, in a and, way. And I understand that. Um, the, I, the issue is, and I experienced, we've experienced this with our Melon and Miles group, where um, I attempted to make it co- uh, multicultural. Um, but what happens is, is we become entertainment. Okay, um, so that's interesting. So that fly on the wall... Is kind of who they, who who other ladies um, that are not people of color, they become that fly on the wall, Point and they're taken. just watching, yeah. and they're being entertained, um, and we come from that. We yeah. come from, and were brought into the country and became entertainment for people who are not of of color, and so I didn't I didn't want to do that. I wanted us to take a break from that. that. And it's like even in the entertainment world, no pun intended, yeah. it was entertainment. Yes. It was back in the days, yes. you look at sitcoms or whatever it may be. Yeah, and further back. Further back, yeah. yeah. And even when they actors did blackface yes. and, and stuff like that. I right. mean, minstrel shows and right. stuff that became, and I totally understand yes. that. I mean, I'm seeing where you're getting at. And, that, and this is good because I'm trying, you know, to glean that I to appreciate understand. It. Yeah, I so appreciate people it. Under, so they understand as well. Right, so we're out in the woods and we're walking and, and – there's the majority of us, and we're being ourselves, um, our bold, boastful, colorful, um, intelligent um, uh, uh, selves, and charismatic even. And you can't help but you know watch and um, and kind of be left to interpret what's going on. Um, but I don't, I don't, I want us to take a break from from being, you know 
the entertainment for for people who don't get it. I, that that makes good sense. I mean, yes. that's well. I, I I can totally understand now what you're saying on that. Yes. And and just on another note, when anyone listening to a lot of the women out there, and and for speaking to all the black women out there as well, and even if there's anybody of other color, white, Hispanic, whatever. You may want to tell a friend of yours who may be a black woman who yes. may be, tell them about this yes. because you, you're somebody knows a friend or someone or a relative or a neighbor say, hey, you know, they're seeming kind of like, boy, you'd feel really good if you get out and do a little exercise. Right. A lot of the women come in all shapes and sizes. I want to say when you say black, black, uh, black girls run or yes. whatever they may be yeah. out of Atlanta or here locally, they'll come in. It's very exciting to see them. They get yes. so excited, got their T-shirts yes. and their, their hoots. So everybody's in there and, and, and it's fun because they... They get in their lane and, and they want to pace the way they want to pace. And there's fast runners and there's slow runners. There's right. medium runners. There's walkers. But it's not, don't get caught up in your size. or shape Because, right, because, I mean, you can, the same thing. I mean, talk to your doctor. Make sure that you're, you're physically, uh, you know, fit enough to get out there and do what you want to do. But right. explain that. Well, and I want to uh, be clear to offer that Black Girls Run is more inclusive. Um, it's about encouraging black women to to get out, um, but it also includes every woman, um, right. every woman. They're all over the country. Um, uh, there are more than black women that are part of Black Girls Run. Right. Okay, good. Um, but what I'm hosting is just for black women. Um, but it, to me, it's, it's all the same in that, uh, you know, whether you are fast on a bike or slow on a bike, let's go. You know, we don't leave anyone out. So it doesn't matter about size, shape, um, uh, not even uh, fit, um, fitness levels. It doesn't matter. Yeah, well, We're, that's why it's a trustworthy um, opportunity. No one is ever left behind. And I actually learned that from Black Girls Run. We don't leave anyone behind. Um, we definitely cannot afford to do that. Right. It's kind of like your, your own special unit. I mean, it's like yes. your special for the SF girls. You yes. Know? Yes. I like that. So, and especially in the woods, we cannot even afford no. to leave anyone behind. <laughs> so, um, when we, when we post those opportunities to, to gather and to, um, to say, let's go, let's go for a hike or let's go for bikes and breakfast. Um, we make it very clear that no one gets left behind. I usually ride out front um, and just listen. Um, and but I my my heart is to facilitate and protect and make sure everybody feels safe and not intimidated by the opportunity. You are leading the way. I, I, I love it. What do you hope? What would be? What would come out of this, Chandler? What, what 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 could we do as far as getting this? in other cities to the, the spikes and breakfast. I, I love it. Well, miles. you know, I think it is, it's probably showing up in other cities just under different names. Okay. You know, um, I'm not trying to make it international. Okay. If you are listening and you uh, feel inspired to do it, go, go find a bike shop. If you don't have a bike shop, you know, go find a bike shop and, and ask, um, you know, about bike rentals and, and things like that. Don't assume everybody has a bike. And just make sure you can do, you know, you've done everything possible um, for everyone to feel included, that no one has an excuse not to participate. Um, uh, I will offer that two bike shops here. I don't know if I can say. Sure, names. go ahead. Oh, yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Um, uh, who, my friends off of an uh, airport thruway. Can't oh, think of the oh name yeah, I just forgot. I just I'm thinking of Brickyard, Steve, and right um, on Steve. I know who you're talking about. That's the third Arnold's, one. Arnold's, Arnold's, Arnold's bike, bike. That's the third. Yeah, Arnold's bike shop. 
they help um, with maintenance all the time. So um, when when our ladies go in, they help with, you know, inner tubes and tires and tune-ups all the time. So I'm very grateful for them. And um, Broadway. Uh, right on bikes. Right on bikes. Um, my guys over there, they give us a discount on hybrid bikes if we go in and say we're there for bikes and breakfast. So there's no reason that we should not um, be connecting to to have have breakfast and 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 ride bikes on the way. Our, we will Safely. do our first yeah. our first um, bikes and breakfast um, will be next month, um, and we're gonna meet up at Solomon, um, not Solomon Midland okay. Academy, um, and uh, we'll ride from there to Chick Fil A on Winton Road. Okay. Have breakfast there, and the then we ride back. Do you use now? You use part of the rails of trails to do this, or we can use yeah. all the rails of trails. Rails of trails, <laughs> yeah, be a little well, safer. Yeah, yeah, we'll chunker. go through. We'll end up going through Lake Bottom. And a lot of cities across the nation, you if, if you're listening, you have these. Pro- I mean, it's almost this is huge. I mean, you got river walks. You have the old railroad systems that at least were brought back to use. If it's like in our case, Norfolk Southern. Um, rail line was turned into a rails to trails, mm-hmm. which is fabulous. I mean, for runners, walkers, bikers, bike, whatever you want to do. I mean, it's just, it's fantastic to see the people out there. Mm-hmm. And you, you have that as a chance to get out. You have local bike shops. We'll say not the department stores, the <laughs> local bike, the shops. local bike shops. Those guys are, they are the professionals. They, they understand it and they will tune up. A lot of times, like you said, they'll go in there and they're, they're mm-hmm. great at, mm-hmm. they, they want, want to do their part. And at these triathlons too, you know, we bring one of the local sponsors, sometimes one of the bike shops here, and those guys will that's be right. there on, on, on uh, ready to, to tune up your bike. Make sure it's safe when you get out there. That's right. So that's important. I know we haven't touched much on, on the running and the and the um, swimming side as much, but what, it, what do you say to the women who are not those who are getting excited about triathlons to take it a step further to really test their skill in a you know, in a full, I say a full day, but I mean a couple-hour event, let's say, in those sprints that are the, the beginner of, of triathlons. And, and those who are experienced love doing them, too. I mean, they're nice tune-ups and warm-ups to, to get out there to condition. Uh, what, do, what do we say to those to get out? Who, you know, they may want to walk or run or, or swim or if they, if they don't. Listen, start with volunteering. Okay. You know, I have not participated in a triathlon in a few years. Oh. But have you not? You still see yeah, me out there. I still don't yeah, miss. Sure. I still don't miss an event. Mm-hmm. Um, start by volunteering or supporting someone Said and that, observing yeah. and watching, um, and, and just be out there in the spirit of it. Um, when when I first di- when I did my first triathlon, I realized or completed it. I realized it was less about the triathlon and more about the community. For me. Oh, I, I like that. I, yeah, you know, yeah, it is. It is. It, you're, that's a good. I, I, I like that. And it's so fair. that's before volunteering. I just participated in a triathlon. Once, once I finished my first triathlon, I was like, if I never do this again, I will volunteer. So what I don't do, if I don't participate in it, I volunteer for it. I do kayak support now, everything. You know, once I finish kayak support, I'm volunteering somewhere else. I'm usually at the finish line screaming at somebody to cross, go on, go on, and yes. passing out medals. So um, so volunteer and just kind of um, uh, let the infectious spirit of it all, you know, yeah. kind of let that sink in a little bit. Um, but then beyond that, if you feel like after you 
you know, participate in or you feel that spirit and kind of it gets contagious, connect with somebody who's doing it already. And, you know, we we have those those organizations here in Columbus. You can connect with an organization. You can connect with an individual that you know is doing it. Um, talk to me. Find me on social media. I'll help you, especially if you are a black woman, yes. um, because, again, those kinds of opportunities can be intimidating. So, yeah, reach out um, and and we'll help you get comfortable. I can connect you with people that will that I, I can guarantee will keep you safe and, and make you comfortable. Because believe me, I had to do that by myself. I didn't know anybody. So I had to figure out how to get comfortable and be comfortable with people who were didn't look like me. Right. Um, and and they they helped me. But I don't want you to have to experience the same thing. Um, if you want to know, want to learn, contact me, and, and I'll connect you with people who are doing it or coach you through it myself. We have a link uh, at the bottom of this podcast with all your information on here so somebody can get in touch with Chan, and uh, all that information will be there for you. So yeah. we hope you can do that. We want anybody, and again, as a good citizen and somebody who's in, uh, a good, uh, you know, somebody who's just big on just making a lifestyle change yes. and, and whatever it may be, please be an ear, be a voice for somebody, a friend of yours that you know, uh, you know, that it may be a black woman out there, a friend of yours and say, you know what, I, I can offer this for you because then they, they probably would really dig that because it would be like, Hey, that's cool. Because that's something maybe a lot of people are not comfortable saying mm-hmm. like I, I mm-hmm. nothing, no offense to you, uh, Jane or June or whatever, but I, I'd rather be here with some women who understand me on my same level Oftentimes for this particular understanding the anxiety. Um, you know, my, my encouragement a lot of times to, to, uh, people who don't black people who don't know how to swim is to take private lessons because the, the instructor can handle your anxiety while you also learn how to swim. Often we take group lessons and we come out not knowing how to swim. Yeah, right. No, <laughs> because but, right. because we've shown up with our anxiety, and the instructor can't handle your right. anxiety and teach an entire class. Makes sense. So, so there, there is, you know, one of the things that has to ha- happen is people of people who are not people of color. You cannot take personal, you know, what we try to do, you know, to be our best selves or best, you know, successful. So, you know, to be approached by another black woman to s- ask me about the floaty division. That's I'm, not, that, that's, yeah. I'm not the only one who's done triathlons, and she knows that. But I'm a safe place for her. Right. Because I look like her. So don't take, don't be careful of taking those kinds of things personal. And celebrate that we just desire to be out there as well. That, it's wonderful. There, and right. you're right. Anytime I do these events, I, I, I got to tell you, in, in, in just it's a good feeling to see people together of all color, yes. all background. Yes. I don't care how you, what your religion is with that or the other denomination, your way how you orient. It's it's a it's a place for everybody. This, it's, it truly this, it definitely is a, is great a spirit fi- of oneness. Yeah, and everyone supports everybody, everybody. when they're in that space, which yes. is great. And yes. it's it is you're not kidding. It's a it's a good feeling to get away from all the stuff every day that we see on the news. Just everybody come together. We're one. You yes. know, we're one at these events. You're, yes. you're right about that. And and it's nice to know and when you see those moments of women doing that and encourage them and, and maybe and help somebody out. If yes. there's someone there that can tip them off to you or, or whomever, you right. know, just to know. So that, that makes that makes good sense. Yeah. Well wow, your purpose is served quite well. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I, I mean it is good Chan. Th- I, I gotta tell you, if anybody out there wants to connect with you, they can connect right now. Tell us how they can do that for if they're listening. 
I am on IG, Facebook, Instagram. Uh, my website is ChandrikaDeefee.com. Uh, um, but I'm on all those platforms as ChandrikaDeefee.com. I'm also on LinkedIn as well. All right, Chandrika Fee in the house doing some good stuff. Diana, can I call you Lady Di too? No, no. you cannot. <laughs> That's a different culture, my friend. It would be the stiff upper lip. That would be a little bit of British in there. But no, you did good. So Chan Fee in the house doing some great stuff. We love you. I know the community does. We embrace you. And thank you for all the volunteering you do. And everything you're doing is critical to make a movement in those areas of spaces that we may not understand a lot yes. of times. And we can change a life, and as you could do, through all a triathlon, whatever it may be. Bikes and breakfast, check it out. And you can check out our next episode, too. You got Chan Fee and me, uh, of course, anytime right here at WRBL.com. You can see the lovely glasses, the lovely lady behind <laughs> the mic. And you can also check us out at any other places wherever you get your podcasts. Of course, you can get it right here at uh, Spotify. You can get it on Apple, iHeart. And, of course, right at WRBL.com, the video portion. Check us out on our social media, which you'll see Chan and myself as well. We'll give you a little snippet of this, and you can connect through uh, Twitter. That's Bob Jeswell, WRBL, and Bob Jeswell at Facebook, Bob Jeswell Instagram. And she does say something about this meeting. Remember, you know, Joanne Kogel is uh, kind of out of commission right now because sometimes her and I will do a little stuff. She does not like this music. Tell us why you <laughs> dig my music. This is my music. I'm a musician. That, I know. I'm Tell me what you like. Tell us real quick. What? Why? How do you? Why do you love this music? I just like music. Period. So it's in my it's ears. Good, come I on. hear the saxophone. Yes. And the, yeah, I like it. Got it, Dylan. Come on, Joanne. Lewis, come on. Come on. I know. See, that's to her. I mean, it, it might be a little elevatorish, yeah. but you know. <laughs> <laughs> That's what she you know, would say. You know, you get you get on that little elevatorish music on your phone, and you like before you know it, you bobbing. That's hey, right. That's it. Hey. That's it. <laughs> and then the person come on, you be like, you just interrupted the whole thing. She is getting a copy of this, signed, sealed, and delivered. <laughs> That's right, Joanne. Fee. Love come you, girl. On. Love Touché. you, girl. Thank That's you for right. having me, yeah, Bob. I'm loving you. Thank you so much for being my guest. You're wonderful. I'm honored. Okay, we'll see you next week, guys.